Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. You may be seated. How many of you are ready to go home like right now? Sorry, I can't let you go, but if you like to, you can. Praise God. But I'm glad we could praise God and thank Him. Thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. God is good. I know you've come from far, more far than near, because this place is the drop-off zone in Bangalore. It's uh, Kanuru, so it's God's own, you know, Kanuetje Stalam. <laughs> what that means is in Greek, um, God really likes the place. His eyes are on it. Amen? Brother John is here helping us with Canada translation today, and so we are grateful. We like to make this available to Canada speakers as well, because we live in Karnataka. And we need the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you all for coming. I noticed some fresh faces there. You're very, very welcome this morning. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's a privilege having you with us today. This day is all we have. We don't know whether tomorrow we'll still be here, but thank God we have this day. Thank you for coming. I believe you are blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I count it as a privilege to be able to um, deliver whatever God has to say, and uh, I trust that He will use my lips and prayerfully do whatever He wants. Hallelujah. In response, we'll just be open and yielded to God at the same time. Praise the Lord. Father, we worship You right now. We bless You. We thank You that in this day and hour, when there's so much fear out there, Your mercy, Your goodness, your tender care and love will become more real to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Last week we had talked about how that actually our enemies are scared of us. Hallelujah. How many of you remember that? We quoted out of Joshua, the second chapter, and that's where we got our main reading from, that from the ninth or so verse, if you keep reading, the testimony of Rahab was that they had heard about how God split the sea and fought on the behalf of the people and brought them now towards the land of Jericho and that their hearts fainted and their knees were weakened and there was no more strength in anybody after hearing about their God. Hallelujah. So you notice here he says in verse 9, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that your terror is fallen upon us, and all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear that verse in Canada, please. Hallelujah. So notice there that in those days, the actual enemy they faced was physical. And so they had to deal with people who came against them physically. And today, by the new covenant, we are not actually dealing with physical people as enemies. Uh, some of them may be used by the enemy, but our actual enemies are spirit beings that control things in the natural. Amen? The Bible says that in 2 Corinthians 4.4, that there's someone called the God of this world, Notice, and he blinds the minds of those who believe not the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
So there is someone called the God of this world or this present arrangement of things and he blinds the minds of people. Notice the minds of people are blinded lest the light of the glorious gospel should shine onto them. Therefore you know there's a different kind of God that he's talking about. Is a small letter God, the God of this world. And so you may be able to figure out by now that that is our enemy. In 1 Peter 5, I believe in the ninth verse, the Bible says they're our adversary, the devil. Hallelujah. So you have an adversary, and um, I think it's an 8 or 9. Yeah, yeah, adversary, the devil. Notice that he's called the devil, our adversary. Your enemy is not really a human being, though you may think so, but your actual adversary is a spirit being, and the head of all those um, enemies in the spirit is called the devil, and he is Satan. He's the one who blinds people's minds. Notice he says, he walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for whom he may devour. In other words, he cannot devour everybody. He's looking for whom he may devour. Hallelujah. So he has to check and see. Can I have this guy? Can I eat this one? Can I take that one? He has to have permission. Not everybody is available to be devoured by him. Amen? So notice, he is the one that we should be conscious of and refusing him, resisting him. Verse 9 says that you resist him steadfast in the faith. Amen? Notice that. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Praise God. So there has to be something called steadfast resistance. Praise God. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in all your brethren that are in the world. In other words, as long as you're a believer living in this world right now, there are common problems that are going around all of the same. Praise God. And we need to know that you are not an isolated case. You are not the only person that's going through these things. Your brothers and sisters, the brethren, all across the globe are going through similar situations. And so don't be cheated into thinking you are the only one going through this thing. Hallelujah. And your job is to resist. Let's hear verse 8 and 9 from 1 Peter 5 also, please. Swashyajitaragire matu yacharavagire saitanano nimma shatro garjisiva simha ante tinnalo yendu hudukutiruvanta avano manushananno hudukutidane. Hallelujah. Nimma nambikheli stiravagiro Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have some Shatru out there. And you don't have to do Shatru Puja. You don't have to do any of those things. You just have to resist him steadfast in the faith. Hallelujah. Resist steadfast in the faith. Praise God. There's something called the faith. Amen. Amen. There is a place called the faith or the original, simple, childlike, God-given faith. Hallelujah. And if you believe in Jesus in the midst of all of that's happening out there, if you called upon the name of Jesus, if you believe in his death, his burial, his resurrection, ascension, and sitting at the right hand and the throne of heaven right now, 
That Bible calls you a believer. Amen. And that you are a child of God. And that you have faith on the inside of you. Ephesians 2 verse 8 says that you are actually saved by grace through faith and so on and so forth. Praise God. And that it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So God gave us that gift through the word of God. And it has been found in your spirit, born again nature. Praise God. And you have the faith of the Son of God. Galatians 2.20 also says similar verses of scripture. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The faith of the Son of God belongs to you and to me. Praise God. The same faith that Jesus operated with, the kind of nature of that faith is also resident on the inside of you and I. Praise God. The faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. It's nice to know that. How many of you can now say, I have the faith of the Son of God? I live by the faith of the Son of God. I can resist the enemy by that faith. I can stand firmly in that faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do you have to say that? Because that is how this faith works. The Bible declares that we have the same spirit of faith. Amen. We do not have a spirit of doubt. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written in 2 Corinthians 4.13. However, let's hear Galatians 2.20 in Canada, please. So imagine Jesus giving you the same faith that he had to operate with and then saying, bye, now you guys can take care of stuff. Can you see that? Jesus would not have left the earth if it were not possible for him to give us whatever he had to use. Amen? He would have stayed back here physically and said, no, I won't leave. I must make sure that I make sure that I make sure that I make sure it's done. Amen? But because he was able to defeat death, defeat the power of the devil, he turned over and said, now you guys can keep what I have and use it against that defeated foe. Amen? Let's read that also in Hebrews, the second chapter. You can imagine that right now is just a quick brush through of what you already know. Praise God. Hebrews 2, let's go to verse 14. For as much, we read this for the new year, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Amen. How do you like that? Very plainly written out there that the power of death is the devil. Amen. So death is not your friend. Death is your enemy. Death and the power of death actually belongs to the devil. Hallelujah. He's the one that we are resisting. He's the one that we're standing against. He's the one that you can actually put on the run today. Praise God. Let's hear Hebrews 2.14 also. Amen. 
ತನ್ನ ಸಾವಿನ ಮೂಲಕ ಮರಣಾಧಿಕಾರವನ್ನು ಅಂದರೆ ಸೈತನನನ್ನು ನಾಶಗೊಳಿಸಿದ that's why if you're a believer you can decide that you're not going to just die now that you have to fulfill some things that god has planned for you and you're not leaving the earth yet that authority has been given to you with simple childlike faith in the name of jesus amen last week we saw how jesus turned around before he left the earth and said all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me now you go in my name and he mentioned five things that you can do as a believer in his name and the first thing you do is you cast out devils the first thing you do in the name of jesus is cast out devils i remember the first time i had the opportunity to cast out a devil i was just brand new i i just got saved and i was uh, with my lecturer who actually uh, in africa laid hands on me and i received the holy spirit he he said let's pray for so and so and so i i put my hand on her he said you 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 say in jesus name and you command whatever to come out uh, you know and this lady you know who who was there and was a very respectable person began to just make all kinds of noises and um I was like, "Wow, what's this?" And he said, "No, in Jesus name, use the name." And after some time she just calmed down and she said, "Ah, what was that?" And she was okay. Hallelujah. She was also another lecturer actually. That was what made it all the more like weird for me. Hallelujah. But um praise God. That was the day I realized it's not you, it's the name. It's not really you, it's the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may look at it and say what what's going on here but when you open your mouth in childlike simple faith and say in Jesus name things will start to happen. Hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Jesus knew our enemy that he was a spirit being and he said use my name it's as though I am standing there it's the same life faith that I operate with in Jesus name you can use that name and drive out devils. Hallelujah. Resist the devil. Tell him to get out whatever you have to. I remember the first time I um cast out a devil here in India. Somebody was recording it. I didn't know and uh, it was back in the days of tape recorders, you know. And he said, "What? The guy said, 'Shut up and get out to the devil.' How could he do that?" Praise God. This is another preacher saying that because you know there are verses of scripture which say that the archangel michael did not rail an accusation against satan but he said the lord rebuke you amen have you seen that verse yeah so that's kind of misconstrued and you know you cannot say that you have to tell the lord to rebuke and so on but jesus gave us that authority and said use my name in my name hallelujah you shall cast out devils hallelujah speak with new tongues you know and it goes on down as you read it says if you drink any deadly thing it shall not harm you amen it doesn't mean that you just go out there and start asking people to pour deadly drinks into you and then say you know watch and see whether anything will happen that's not what he's talking about 
What he's talking about here is like what happened in the scripture in Acts 28 in the island of Melita, which is present-day Malta. Praise God. In the island of Malta, Paul had reached there through some storm and arrived on the island and they were trying to keep themselves warm so he had to get some wood and light up a fire and while he was doing that the bible says a serpent came from through those logs and you know twigs and fastened itself on his hand praise god and the bible says that natives that were there barbarous people king james says barbarians king james you know typical Natives, you know, they saw the venomous beast hanging from there and they were watching for some time saying, these people, they escaped from judgment, they escaped from the storm and they managed to reach the land but judgment has still followed them. That's why this guy is bitten by the viper there and watch, he's going to die. The Bible says they kept watching and watching. They noticed that Paul had thrown the beast into the fire And he did not swell up and die. And so they were amazed and they said, Oh, he must be a God. Hallelujah. That's the context of using the name of Jesus. Maybe he just quietly said, In Jesus' name. You know, he didn't make a big drama about it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. And he just went on with life. While others are watching you, Expecting you to die, expecting you to pass out, expecting you to quit. Guess what? You just seem to be living and living and living. Hallelujah. Amen. That belongs to you and I. Praise God. Let's hear uh, Acts 28, maybe just hmm, verse 6 in Canada, please. Paul no, my Udi Kondo, Idda Kidante, Satu Birutane, and our Tilikondidaro. Hallelujah. We're not saying that we are God. Praise God. But when the world sees the operation of the Spirit of God, the authority of the name of Jesus, they will say you are God. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. So we said there, starting with uh, Psalm 77 last week, that the waters saw God and trembled. Hallelujah. And trembled to their depths. They saw God. (laughs) While, you know, we just look, we don't realize that when the waters, when the elements, when the creation sees God, it trembles. Hallelujah. Today, you're not God. You're a son of God. But when you act like that, guess what? Your enemy is actually realizing, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, he knows. He knows who he is. He knows what he's carrying. He knows the authority he has. He knows that we are defeated. And they are quaking and shivering. Are you getting that? Hallelujah. So, glory to God. You know, amazing scripture. Let's hear this also in Canada. Psalm 77, 16. Hallelujah. And he goes on to say that, you know, he led his people through like a flock by the hand of Moses. Amen. So this was the division of the water. This is the dynamics. This is the chemistry of what happened in the water. Amen. Hallelujah. 
So if you went and talked to the water, how come you guys were splitting? How come you guys went this way and that way? What was it that happened? Guess what they'll say? We saw God and we shook and we were shivering and we ran off in different directions. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't worry, we'll be out of here shortly. So as we were saying, the, the Lord himself has given you a guarantee that your enemies are actually scared of you. Amen. Let's read that also. Where's our sister from uh, your neighborhood? What's her name? Annie. Where is she? she all right? Okay. And your, sis, your wife? She's, she's not well. Okay. Praise God. Don't mind me. I just try. I get curious sometimes. Where is this person and all that stuff, you know? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe just a habit. Anyway. I believe that you have been given an assignment to rule over the power of the enemy in this day, in 2021. Hallelujah. That the enemy has to shiver. Praise God. The enemy has to bow. Praise God. Keep that in the bottom of your thinking. Keep that somewhere in the, in the back there. And constantly think about it when you're a little bit free. That God has chosen you not by chance to be alive in 2021 because he knows you have the authority to dominate anything that 2021 will throw against you. You did not just appear here, you know, by some kind of lottery and said, oh, guess what? Michael will be living here in 2021. No, he planned for you before time began, before he formed you in your mother's womb. He thought about you and said, the right guy for 2020 is Max. And Anne C. And God C. Hallelujah. And Brother Anand. And Joji and his pretty wife and the, the whole gang. Amen. Hallelujah. And Nebo, I believe. Praise God. So you're not here by chance. You're not here just by random lottery. God knew you had the stuff, the material to take care of 2021. And that's how come you're here today. It's not just that you were thrown out there with no hope. Ah, 2021. Didn't you get any other time that you should send me to the earth at this time? You could have sent me during Pharaoh's time. Amen. Don't worry about all that. God is the only wise God. He made sure you came in the age of grace. The age of the church is the age of grace where a person who looks very ordinary can become a child of God just like that. Where a person that just looks like anybody else has power in him that is greater than anything that's in this world. Where a person that's ordinary has the name of Jesus to dominate over death. Amen. Hallelujah. We're not saying that you just keep living and living and living. We're saying, okay, if Jesus comes tomorrow, you may live and live and go with him. Praise God. But we're also saying that you must be satisfied that you have done what you were created for and then go home. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. What shall we pick out of all of that? You know, stuff that we said. Alright, let's say it like this. God knew you and therefore sent you to this time. So you're not here by accident. You have the material. 
ಅದರಿಂದ ನೀವು ಆಕಸ್ಮಿಕವಾಗಿ ಇಲ್ಲಿ ಬರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಆದ್ರೆ ನಿಮಗೆ ಒಂದು ಶಕ್ತಿ ಕೊಟ್ಟಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಬೋರ್ನ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಟ್ ಓ ನಮ್ಮ ತಿರುಗಿ ಹುಟ್ಟಿರೋ ಬಂದಿರುವ ಆತ್ಮದಲ್ಲಿ ಆತನು ಕೊಟ್ಟಿದ್ದಾನೆ ದ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಬಿಲಾಂಗ್ಸ್ ಟು ದ ಬಿಲೀವರ್ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ನಾಮ ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿಗೆ ಸೇರಲ್ಪಟ್ಟದ್ದು ಹalleluya hallelujah hallelujah amen glory to god oh thank you jesus all right so i don't have a problem with doctors i don't have a problem with physicians you know my sister is a dentist i was supposed to be a doctor growing up to be a doctor planned like that but guess what i became a pastor so you know today we are living in a time where uh it looks like we're being forced to take medication vaccinations this that and the other and so when i started preaching last week about these things <clears throat> i realized that flags must have gone up because i said in the name of jesus if you drink anything deadly it shall not harm you praise god that's the power in the name of jesus that's the authority in the name of jesus and we said that nature knows that they are defeated the enemy knows that he's defeated they are shivering your enemies are shivering amen they're just waiting to see if you know it hallelujah so in james chapter 219 let's notice there what james the lord's half brother they came from the same womb mary had other children praise god jesus was not the only son he was the first son after which she no longer remained a virgin she's not a perpetual virgin according to the word of god she had other children including james and james became the pastor of the church at jerusalem and in the 19th verse he makes this statement he says you believe notice what he said you believe <laughs> but guess what devils also believe You are a believer. That's wonderful. Devils also believe. Devils also believe that there's just one God. So a lot of people are living in a place where they don't even have the faith of the devil. There's only one God. The devil also knows that. Hallelujah. There's only one God. And if you read the context of James chapter 2, as you read above and beneath these verses is talking about faith and actions faith and actions faith and actions that faith without action is dead that you may have the faith of the son of god but if you don't act on it it's as though it has no power it produces nothing amen so this is the context devils also believe so are they believers <laughs> you see the difference they don't act like that they can never they tremble you rejoice you say jesus 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 devils are jesus jesus see the difference in the action you sing about the name you rejoice and sometimes you don't even rejoice about the name it's like jesus picked you jesus pinne jesus etra jesus paraganam jesus jesus and i'm not saying that there are some devils hanging around you no but there's something called flesh which i believe is the twin brother of the devil why if you go back to romans 7:18 it says there in my flesh dwells no good thing in my flesh dwells no good thing that includes 
my flesh, your flesh. That is a nature he's talking about. And Galatians talks about the works of the flesh. And if you read it, it's a long list. And it does not end. It says such like. It means that there's so many things you can cram into that. <laughs> that is an inexhaustive, inexhaustive kind of list. It's a lot, lot and lot and lot stuff there. So, um, where did that curse come from? God cursed the ground. He did not curse man. He did not curse woman. He cursed the ground. And man was made out of the ground, the dust. And so that curse is there in the flesh. So your spirit is born again, child of God, all of that wonderful stuff. Life of God, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, using the name. But the flesh is the same flesh, which has nothing good in it. So we have this opportunity to say no to the flesh. Amen. By living in the spirit. Amen. No to the flesh by living in the spirit. Not by forcing the flesh. By living in the spirit. The spirit is higher. So when I come to church, like you, I stand in the back. Because I'm kind of like, you know, this, this hall is small. When it is bigger, I'll be in the front. Hallelujah. This is so small. I mean, it's from there to here. I can stand there. So that you don't see my hair receding. That's the trick, actually. <laughs> so you don't notice, ah, Upalar's hair is going. No, I'm kidding. But the point is, I'll be standing there like everybody else, and they're singing their hearts out, Jesus, glory. <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, Lord, I look away from all this, including the cries of your people, and I worship you. I have to do that. I worship you. Praise you, Lord. Oh, thank you for what you've done in raising me up as your child. Oh, thank you. I have to, to step into that place, just like you and I. I have to choose to worship Him, choose to praise Him, choose to set my, my mind and my feelings on Him. Amen? Then the flesh gets put down. So let's hear Romans 7:18 in uh, Canada, please. ಹೌದು ನನ್ನಲ್ಲಿ ಅಂದರೆ ನನ್ನ ಪಾಪ ದೀನ ಸ್ವಭಾವ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದನ್ನೇ ವಾಸವಾಗಿರುವುದೆಂದು ನನಗೆ ಗೊತ್ತಿದೆ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ನಾನು ಮನಸ್ಸಿದ್ದರೂ ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಕಾರ್ಯಗೊಳಿಸಲು ನನಗೆ ಸಾಧ್ಯವಿಲ್ಲ Amen? And you and I have it. So once in a while, you know, we may pick a few things from there, examine them, maybe even walk in them, and then realize, whoops, I went off the cursed way. You know, instead of the causeway and all that, I went down the cursed way. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Just like that, he forgives, he forgets, and you are back enjoying the high life. Amen? See, I, I come from a background of alcoholism, drug addiction, sleeping in the gutter, I lived like that for at least 12 years. So, uh, that was my lifestyle. And when I met Jesus, I really needed help. Hallelujah. I was like, okay, if Jesus is real, if he can just <laughs> fix this, here I am. I'm, you mean I should just believe just simply that Jesus died for me and rose up on the third day and that's it? And call on his name? They said, yes, that's Jesus has done everything. That's grace. That's the age of grace. And, okay, Jesus, I believe. 
Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Although all that happened under a tree outside uh, a hostel area called Kefi, I was flipping through my Bible, but these kind of residues were there. That if you call on his name, things happen. Amen. Glory to God. So, ah, awesome. God is good. Amen. So, how many of you in this room can say, I'm born again? I'm a child of God. You know, this is the best time to do that. This is the best time to accept what Jesus has paid for. Don't, don't delay any further. After this, what's coming upon the earth is terrible. We are close to it. There's going to be a time where someone called the Antichrist is going to rule the earth for seven years. But he will not manifest till somewhere around the middle. Praise God. Till then they may think that he's a nice guy, he's got a good heart, he's keeping everybody together. But somewhere in the middle he'll go and sit down in Jerusalem, in the temple, in the throne and say, I am God. Then they'll understand, particularly the Jewish people. This is the Antichrist. This is not Messiah. But guess what? Before all that happens, we'll be taken out of here. That's the mystery. The Bible says the church has something called a mystery attached to it. Where we are taken away with physical bodies out of the earth. And that we will be with the Lord in the glory. Hallelujah. Watching all of these things. And after the seven years, Jesus comes, wipes out all of that junk. And a thousand year period begins where he rules from Jerusalem. And we rule with him in a place where there is no curse. Hallelujah. A thousand year time period called the millennium where there is no curse. But there will be people on the earth without resurrection bodies like us. Who are believers. Believers. Only believers go into that period. So during the seven year tribulation, before we come back with Jesus, they will make choices for Jesus. Amen. Very interesting. It will be an odd time. It's hard to sometimes figure out all these things, but it's the scripture. And they will choose him and all of that. And they will come into that period with us. And uh, amazingly, uh, the Bible tells us between the last two verses of Revelation that something is going to happen and the devil will be loosed out of that place where he's been locked and kept bound for a short time and he will come and actually tempt a whole bunch of people at the end of the millennium and they will follow him. But not you and I. Because we are locked. Amen. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> That's why I say this is the best time to accept Jesus. So you and I, we are locked in. We are sealed, tamper-proof, the Bible says. The Bible talks about that in Ephesians 1. Amen. I believe it's 13 or so that we are sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Praise God. Tamper-proof. So this is the best time to say yes to Jesus. If you delay it and you go on into that time, I don't know your condition. I cannot guarantee certain things. But right now, there's a guarantee. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So that's why we just get excited 
we shout and sing about Jesus right now. Because, wow, you sent me into the age of grace. Hallelujah. But at the same time, there's an enemy out there in the age of grace that's trying to stifle you, choke you, and maybe even force you to take medication and uh, maybe even things they have not tried, they have not uh, performed enough uh, tests on, and they want you to take it, and people are scared, and some people have died, and all of that. (laughs) And here's the preacher. Here's the man of God, who's supposed to be man of God. But he's not man of God, he's a man of God. Just like everybody else, he just has more responsibility and an extra anointing to handle the responsibility. Amen? But he has very man kind of stuff. He also needs to eat, he needs to sleep, he needs to get angry. No, he needs to calm down. You know, all of those things. (laughs) Just like everybody else. Amen? He needs to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh like everybody else. So, while we are down here, the Lord is telling His people, I gave you the name. I left you with my authority. I left you with life power that you can just shake off anything, including vaccinations from venomous fangs. That's the closest to a vaccination, isn't it? In fact, it was understood from fangs. See, Dr. Fang taught everybody. He was not Chinese, Dr. Fang, Fang, Dr. Fang. Excuse me, once in a while I trip off like that. But their fangs latched onto the hand and shaken off in the name of Jesus and nothing happened. When he should have swollen up and fallen dead, he did not, but continued to live and they changed their minds and said, He's a God. The ability to live down here and not be moved and shake off any vaccine, even if it is forced into you, (laughs) and keep living, makes you special. Amen. I don't know whether they're going to force it, but I heard, you know, because unfortunately I also get the news on my phone. I heard that you have to sign a form saying, yes, I accept Whatever. And then they give, the, give you the injection. But I also can imagine that if you don't take the injection, you can't go here and there and so on. They may limit your, your radius, you know, to some spot. I think so. So, in spite of 2021's challenges, God told us from 2,000 years ago that in the name of Jesus... There shall no evil befall you. No plague come near your dwelling. Whatever tries to fasten itself upon you through injection even, you can shake it into the fire. I'm not saying go and take injections or go and don't take injections. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying no matter what happens in the ages to come, the name of Jesus is given to you even for the ages to come. Let's read that in Ephesians. Let's, let's say that before we go. Um, maybe Ephesians 1.13 in Canada, please. 
ನೀವು ಸತ್ಯ ಬೋಧನೆಯನ್ನು ಬಗ್ಗೆ ಅಂದರೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯ ಕುರಿತ ಸುವಾರ್ತೆಯ ಬಗ್ಗೆ ಕೇಳಿದಾಗ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನಲ್ಲಿ ನಂಬಿಕೆ ಇಟ್ಟಿರಿ ದೇವರು ತನ್ನ ವಾಗ್ದಾನಕ್ಕನುಸಾರವಾಗಿ ನಿಮಗೆ ಪವಿತ್ರಾತ್ಮನನ್ನು ದಯಪಾಲಿಸಿರುವುದರ ಮೂಲಕ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಮೇಲೆ ತನ್ನ ವಿಶೇಷವಾದ ಮುದ್ರೆಯನ್ನು ಹಾಕಿದನು ಮುದ್ರೆ and pick it up light it up i'm sorry oh, forgive me lord and feel terrible and come to church can you imagine i was like that but today you can ask my wife is there any ganja at home like a little hidden by near the tea or something near the masala chai she says no there's no such thing there hallelujah is there a little whiskey bottle somewhere like a fifth of whiskey maybe Jack Daniels or No, praise God. Thank God she's been married to me for 25 years. And uh, according to her there's no such thing. I have not eaten anything anywhere. Praise God. No, but I guess you would have known by now if I came in here high. Of course, sometimes I act really high, but I'm not that kind of high. <laughs> This thing is going live by the way. That's the beauty of it. You know, when you're alive, you're alive. <laughs> it's it's gone out there. I can't pull it back. So I, my life is an open book. There it is. You know, what you see is what you get. I don't have anything else to hide. There it is. Praise God. So hallelujah. Awesome, awesome. And the Jesus and the word and the power that brought me up till now, thank God it will take you to anywhere. Hallelujah. Amen. Only problem is I talk as though it happened yesterday. I'm talking about things that happened 30 years ago. But when you hear it it looks as though it just happened last week. Nah, 30 years ago. I have enjoyed a quality of life over the years where I've seen the devil under the feet. Hallelujah. Trampled like dust and ashes under the feet. Ephesians 1, the 19th verse, I mean, it's it's for everyone. Ephesians 1 is not just for me notice it's for every single believer. Ephesians 1:19 says that there is amazing power exceeding greatness of his power exceeding greatness of his power towards the believer. Now all this excessive great power that is towards us is it to just blow our nose and rub it again? I don't think so. You don't need exceeding great power for that, right? 
Of course, we blow our noses and we rub our noses and we go poo and all that stuff. And we say, I'm healed in Jesus' name. But exceeding great power is the power that raised Jesus from the dead, it continues. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above every principality, every power, every might, every dominion, every name that is named, not only in this life, but also in that which is to come. This thing crosses over in timelessness. God has taken care of us by giving us that power in the name of Jesus, by the Holy Ghost dwelling in us, by mighty resurrection power toward us who believe. Amen? So, I don't care what is out there, according to these scriptures, imagine if I took these scriptures, excuse me, scriptures, and just jumped off, and said, God said like this, let's just do it. You know, that's what I did. I'm famous for doing things like that. When I heard that you shall trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you, out of Luke chapter 10, I think it's verse 20 or so, I simply took it like that. I was reading my Bible and I saw that you will trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Where I was living in Nigeria, I had to go from that place towards the classes by a lot of grass and they used to be snakes. And so after receiving this truth, guess what? I just looked for snakes. When the snake is passing, I say, aha, there you are. Jesus' snake. And I, I was wearing bathroom slippers. Why? Because five of my Italian leather shoes were stolen just about the same time. You know, when you accept Jesus, the devil doesn't like it. He tries to mess with you and say, Aha, I will show you that you should never have accepted this Jesus. All kinds of wicked stuff happened to me right then. I had no money, no shoes, and it was tough, man. And then I got typhoid, and I believed the same scriptures. I didn't go to hospital. Guess what happened? I threw up. I went to bathroom. I threw up. I went to bathroom for days. Finally, a friend of mine, that lecturer, he came and said, Man, don't die. Let me take you to hospital. He took me to hospital. The medication would not work. Then I said, Well, now I have only one way. I must trust God. Guess what happened? After a couple of wicked days like that, I stood up healed, but I lost almost 20 kilos. That was that time. Till today. We're still here. I'm not saying that we don't need doctors, and that we hate doctors, or any other thing. In fact, let's get this. Um, Luke chapter 10, 19. Luke chapter 10, 19. Thank you, brother. Can we hear that? Nodiri, how will I know Chegadagurano? Varia Samasta Balavano, Tulu the Kenimage, Adikara Koti Dene, Yaudo Nimage Kedu Madu de La. Hallelujah. I mean, I just took it like that. Same way I'm saying, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I have not changed. You have not changed. What's inside you is a believer. Did you know that? Inside you is a Paka 100% believer. Your head 
maybe just changed now and then, swung this way, swung that way. But the basic thing is, you're like a child. If Jesus said it is possible, it is possible. Amen? Hallelujah? Jesus said, nothing shall by any means harm you. Nothing shall by any means harm you. There shall no evil befall you. No plague come near your dwelling. No. Amen? Hallelujah? Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Praise God. And so, here I am again. 2021. They say there is something out there. That if you uh, just go on like that, it will just happen and you will bleed inside. And you will die. And they will not even bury you properly. They will mummify you. And you will not see the body anymore. And nobody will come to the funeral. And And I look at it and I say, It's a late type way. You are a little late. I have experienced more since that last time. Hallelujah. We saw more things happening. Like my sister getting healed of cancer. Of a blind eye opening. Ah, we saw deaf hearing, dumb speaking. We saw things happening in the name of Jesus. And we knew it was not us. It was the name. So now you come and tell me there is XYZ out there which Jesus has already given me insurance against into the ages to come. Man, it's a little bit late. Isn't that the right attitude? That's the right attitude. No other attitude. I'm not saying anything else. It's just this is the right attitude. So the devil's Know that Jesus is Lord and they are shivering. That is their action. What is your action? You know Jesus is Lord and you walk like a king. You say, "Uh uh-huh, in that case, let's see. It's time to act like that. It's an action. Amen? So, I can quickly take you to scriptures because I have to. We have five minutes left. I have to quickly take you through scriptures where there are things like Paul said, eat anything that's given to you in the shambles. That's King James for market. Anything that's out there on the street, you know, in the evening they're just selling tang tang tang. You just walking there and you say, I feel like a bit of alawaya. Okay. Give me give me two fifty of alawaya. And you just eat it and you go along. In Jesus' name. You know, alabaya just means anything. Don't worry, you don't have to Google it. My wife, <laughs> my wife say, she's famous for saying, if this guy says something, it may be there. You would think it's a joke, but this is a joke. Alabaya is just anything. It can be boti. Uh, roundabout. You know what roundabouts are? Yeah. It can be bokoto. Bokoto is cow leg. In Africa, we used to eat cow leg, man. Uh, it could be DG. What's DG? Doggies. You just rip into it in Jesus' name. <laughs> My <laughs> oh, yeah. I must say this before we close. This same lecturer who laid hands on me and I spoke in tongues... One day he took me, he said, come, I have to take you somewhere, brother, let's go. 
I said, okay. You know, you're with this great man of God, sure. You're, sa- you're safe. You're secure. Whiz, so we go off. And then he finally brings me to the uh, a, a railway crossing. You know, go over. And then he parks and he said, I'm, I will just bring something for, for us to eat right now. I said, okay. Then he came back with a small, you know, podi of uh, newspaper, you know. And uh, he said, let's, uh, let's eat now, brother. Okay. And we're eating away. After finishing, he said, do you know what you ate? I said, no. <laughs> Get ready. I sweated and I said, no. <laughs> he said, actually, it is snake. I said, praise the Lord. It was just like fish. Cut nicely, you know, central bone. Ha, it was fish. But he said, actually, it was a snake. But guess what happened? I did not become two-faced or anything. I'm still here. Amen. Nowadays, I don't eat such things willfully. But I've become vegetarian now for three years. I'm a paka vegetarian. So, you know, I don't have any chance of eating all those things. But you understand what I'm saying. You have a certain freedom as a believer to eat whatever is available in the open market. According to Paul, eat whatever is available in the shambles. Another word for shambles can be just any mess. It's a shambles. (laughs) You're passing through a city, there's a messy place where everybody's eating. Go there and eat, man. You don't have to look for the Hilton. Say amen. amen. No. <laughs> See? People are always looking for bottled water. Is it aquafina or fina aqua or fine or this or that? There's so many names out there. How do you know that the aquafina is actually fine? You don't know. Jesus said, in Jesus' name, glug, glug, glug. Of course, I'm not saying go dumb. Go get something in the bottle. Put your trust in Jesus' name and drink it. Don't go to the gutter and swipe it up. <laughs> Say amen, somebody. You understand what I'm saying here? You don't go out looking for the vilest gutter and say, I'm a believer, you know. Let's take this. Oh, in Jesus' name. While you're drinking it, in Jesus' That's not what we are saying. We are not tempting the Lord. Do not tempt the Lord your God. You are not tempting Him. Amen? But you are not scared. Amen? You walk through the mess of it all and say, Make a cafe, please. And just drink your chaya. Hot chaya. How hot can it get? As hot as possible. Drink it anywhere. Shivaji Naga, Anywhere. India has those chayas, you know, those hot teas. Yeah, you can drink tons of them. Amen. All right. I don't know. Let's see if we can stop. Do you mind? All right. Let's see. We're good. We're good boys. So they came to this place called Gilgal after crossing the Jordan. That's what we said last week. They came to Gilgal and they circumcised all the males. Why? Because the ones who had died before, after wandering in the desert, they were the soldiers and then others were born out through that journey and they were not circumcised and they had to be circumcised before they faced Jericho. 
Circumcision was required. In the New Testament, it's not required. So what is the equivalent of that? It is commitment in your secret place. In your most delicate place. As a man, you are committed to him. I am not going to walk in the flesh. I'm going to choose your word. I'm going to choose your spirit. No matter what I see. That is what it means to the New Testament believer. Your heart is circumcised and you are trusting God's spirit. You are trusting God's word rather than the flesh. Amen? So now after that, the next thing they did, all this is in chapter 5 of Joshua, they had a Passover meal. Passover meal means communion. Communion means, look, it cost Jesus his life. Are you accepting it? Yes. Two, it means he will keep you for all your life. Amen. The life of God will keep you eternally. Amen. He's guaranteeing it in his own blood, in his own body. I will keep you. I will back every promise. Hallelujah. So let's put it this way. After they crossed the Jordan, they came to the place of Gilgal. In Gilgal, they had consecration known as circumcision. And they gave their life and their heart to God. And then they had a Passover meal, which is the communion. Then they went out, the Bible says... And they saw the walls of that city, went around it six days, didn't say a word, went around there for six days. And every day after they went around, they would go back to the same Gilgal place. There they could talk, open their mouth and speak the promises of God. Then the next day they go out, walk around there. In other words, look at the problems of life. Look at the challenges, insecurity, the fear, the doubt that's coming up in 2021. Look at it nicely. I don't know how many days you want to look at it. Take six days. Fine. Go. Look at it properly. Okay, I have rent to pay. I don't know about this working from home deal here. Maybe one day they'll say, just stay at home. Don't come anymore. (laughs) Keep the computer too. You know, there's no guarantee. All these things are out there. The fears, the doubts, the worries. Will I get a salary? Will I finish the payment? Or can I just walk free? Blah, blah. All these things. When I preach, will they listen? That's my kind of fears. Or are they making fun of me? You know, you know I have mine, you have yours. Mine is not about that, you know, work from home and all that. Mine is like, are people really on the same page with me? Or are they just saying, who's this loony bin? See, I have to deal with that. You have to deal with your stuff. Amen? Am I sure I can come to church? We may never come to church. It may be online. It may be offline. I don't know what. Whatever it is, the name of Jesus is there. The promises of God are there. The challenges are real. The walls were real. They were huge. They were formidable. They were standing there and they looked at them. Then God said, the last day, shout, because I've already given you the city. In other words, he's saying, 2021, I've already given it to you. 
you will rock it. You will rock it. That's God's report. It has to become your report. Amen? Why, why are you so excited? Because the book that we are dealing with is a history book also. Charitram. It is history. The Bible is a book of history. Can you say that, brother? Amen? So if you look back, like 40 years before Joshua is facing Jericho, guess what happened? He was among some 12 spies sent to spy the land which was promised to them. The same land. And they went and looked at it and they said, there are walled cities. Huge walls. Remember Numbers 13. There are giants also there. And we look like grasshoppers in front of them. Ten of them said that. Two guys, Joshua and Caleb said, it's easy for us. God has given it to us. It's like bread for us. Let's go and eat it up. Amen. But the other guys, because they are the majority, they gathered people together, stirred up and mobilized the Jana, and they said, let us stone these guys. Then God came on the scene. He said, what? You don't believe me? You guys, every one of you, you will die. Your carcasses will litter the desert, except for these two guys and their families. The rest... That's the history. All those guys have died. Now their children have come. They are the ones that get circumcised. And the same walls. Who are facing the walls now? The guys who said it's nothing. Same story. Notice in Numbers 13 he said, These ten guys have brought an evil report. What was the evil report? The walls are big. What was the evil report? There are giants. That's what you call an evil report? What is an evil report? But it's true, man. There are giants. It's true, man. There's COVID. It's true, man. There's vaccination. It's true, man. There's Luciferase. It's true, man. There's Kovax. Johnny Kovacs. That's Kovacca. My nickname for Kovacca. Johnny Kovacs. Anybody have Kovacs? I like Kovacs. You like Kovacs? Yeah. Kovacca is super. Kovakai. Tundekai. Good stuff. I like that stuff. Back on the page. In 13, these guys are giving them a true report with the eyes, touching, feeling, weighing everything, analyzing everything, and God says an evil report. (laughs) So what you are hearing out there is true. Uh Uh-huh. It is true. That thing can kill you. Like that, man, you can end up mummified and nobody will come to your funeral. That's that. It's true. But it's an evil report. It's time to believe God's report. (laughs) I like God's report. Why? Why do you like God's report? God's report brought me thus far. It made me cross 2020. It made me cross the Jordan and brought me to 2021. I'm still breathing. My heart is still beating. Months and money comes. House is being paid for. My marriage is still intact. Glory to God. Who will I go with? I'll go with God. 
I don't believe that report, no matter how true it seems. In God's eyes, it's evil. Amen? God said, I've given you the city. I've given you 2021. What's our response? Whatever you want to call it. Boom! Not, God has given me the city. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Praise and worship time. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God has given me the city. Agilah. It's not the way to do it, bro. You believe the report? Don't tremble. You believe the report? Shout! Devils know and they are trembling. Don't copy the devil. He's saying, you see, we shake, shake so much, they also copied us. Everybody's shaking. Believers are shaking. Unbelievers are shaking. The whole world is shaking. Then you come in and you're walking like this and say, where is that uncircumcised Philistine who has dared, who has dared to defy the armies of the living God? Hallelujah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. Hallelujah. I'm not saying anything else. In fact, in closing, etra closing either, this is the closing. This is the actual closing. If a preacher cannot say this, he's not a preacher. He has to say we're closing and not close. No, I'm kidding. Let's go to Colossians 4 in closing. Verse 14. He says, Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. What is the name given to a doctor in the Pentecostal home ground? Beloved physician. Not that doctor from the devil he has come. Bringing all the medical science here. No, no. What is sinners? No. He said, he's the beloved physician. In other words, physicians are also beloved. Say, physicians are beloved. Of course, there are some demonic ones <laughs> who are just looking for your kidneys. They say, come, let me give you COVID. Meanwhile, they lay you out there like, isn't it over? They have taken you to some other place. And then you open your eyes, there's just machines everywhere. And then you look and it's empty, man. <laughs> what is going on? Don't worry, it's all fine. You still have one. Where am I? That you don't have to worry about. <laughs> but Luke is the beloved physician. That means he's a faith physician. Whoever did not get healed would be affected by this doctor. See that? Two ways. So, there are two ways, even today. If you are not able to stand up and receive your healing, please go to Luke, the beloved physician. Look him up in the book and give him a call. And say, Sar, what can I do? He will tell you, you need zinc. Take the zinc. You need vitamin D. Take the vitamin D. 
He say all that is also found in ginger and garlic. Take it and smell that way. Dracula will run away. <laughs> he will say get vitamin C. Take it. Put on your mask. Don't go to places unless you have to go. Worst comes to works, hydroxychloroquine. It will transport it into the cells. He's Luke, the beloved physician. Demas is also there. He's the one who forsook them. <laughs> Remember? Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. But Luke was true. Amen? What am I saying? Hey, nothing wrong with that. Let's get another scripture like that. Are you guys alright? Say amen somebody. Amen. You can be wild and fanatic and quietly eating ginger. Pray in tongues and eat the garlic. Saying hallelujah and eat the vitamin C. Is that alright? And if you have to go, go. If you have to lay hands, lay hands. If you have to pray for the sick, pray for the sick. If you have to gather, gather. Let's see who will speak first, who will speak last. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. So, you know, medical practitioners, you don't have to think, what kind, in the church, what is this, a senseless people, fools, yeah? No, we are very sensible. Our problem is too much sense. We got so sensible, we became like that. We now carry immediate, you know, therapy with us and uh, extra water and, you know, this juice, that juice and everything ready. Use the name Ra first. See, that's the problem. God says, do my way first. Let's read that and close. This is the real closing. Second Chronicles. We had to leave the tower and the walls and all that there for next week. Next week also? Yes. Next week also, if Jesus does not tarry, we will be here. Look at verse 12 of Second Chronicles 16. Nice one about Asa. Did you notice that? Second Chronicles 16. Verse 12. Let's hear that in Kannada, please. Asana Alvikya Muatambatanya Varsada Varsadali Awana Kalagalali Bahu Katina Vada Roga Tagalito E Rogadaliu Awano Yohovana Sahayavano Koreda Vaidira Sahayavano Koredano. That was the only problem. Amen. He's not saying don't go to the doctor, he's saying go to Yehovah first. Rather than going to doctor first. Are you getting this? So let your mind be in such a place that Jehovah is first. Amen? Believe Him, trust Him, speak the word, pray in tongues, meditate on healing scriptures, eat a good diet, etc., etc. And if things are still going like, the plane is still not taking up, pull up, pull up, terrain, Terrain, then what do you do? Run off to the beloved physician. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's the pilot sitting there. You are doing everything, but it's going down. Terrain, pull up. Terrain, pull up. 
and wow, little bells are going off inside there. What do you do? Did you see the color of your pee? Did you see? Can you smell anything? What is happening, man? You are not breathing anymore. Quickly have beloved physician on the line. Doctor, beloved, please help. I'm brother so-and-so. He said, I'm also brother so-and-so. Kamra, I can fix that. Amen. Why? So that you can just jingari around? No. So that you can live and preach some more. So that you can live and be a blessing again. So that you can live and prove that Jesus is Lord. The world has to see the difference. Not only that, the world has to see the affluence. It is the affluence that influences them. You must not just survive, you must thrive and overflow. Then they will notice. You can't just be like them. I'm also there. You know, we are all here. All of us are doing... No, it must be, man, I'm having a good time. You need to meet my God. He'll take care of your situation. He'll handle this stuff. Amen? All right, we finished. Let's bless God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you Brother John. You, you, we've done that? Yeah. Hallelujah. Shapatala branda. Oh, mancrediste, manakoro suto. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. If there's anyone here who has been having dreams, who has been having strange, depressive bouts in Jesus' name, that power is broken right now. You will sleep like a baby. You will sleep peacefully in Jesus' mighty name. No more depressive bouts. No more fear-filled nights. You will sleep and breathe Peacefully in Jesus' name. Saporo kotekele mante. Rambo solo koporetele bara. Rapa seketekele sentere bekaya. Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We worship you. You are a good God. You have given us the power that raised Jesus from the dead. You have given us the mighty name of Jesus. And therefore, we thank you that that power opens doors for us. That power creates opportunities for us. That power supplies every need for us. Emotional, physical, material, financial. In Jesus' name, we thank you for fresh opportunities. During this time, during this season that the earth is going through, your people will have special, fresh opportunities and open doors. Angels have not reduced in their power. They have not reduced in their ability. The earth is producing in Jesus' name. Angels are working with us because we are covenant people. We are sworn blood brothers of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Our Father owns the universe. Nothing is difficult for Him. In the name of Jesus, we celebrate your faithfulness. We celebrate your goodness. And we resist every lie. We resist every demonic thing. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen, Amen, Amen. Hallelujah. I believe you were blessed. I believe you got something. Um, There's plenty I would have liked to share, but... It's good. We'll continue again some other time. Praise God. Thank you so much. If you'd like to join us for communion right now, feel free. We're going to remember what Jesus paid for in his shed blood and tortured body. He paid for our sin, our sickness, and every curse. So as we take that meal, remember, Jesus already paid. You owe nothing to the devil. Thank you, brother. You owe nothing to the world system. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. 
You owe nothing to your enemy. The Lord has paid completely for your victory, for your health, your finances, your protection, your preservation, for nothing missing, nothing broken. Thank you, Lord. We remember. We remember. We remember what you have done. Thank you for shedding your blood for us. Thank you for being tortured for us. Thank you for hanging on the cross for us in utter disgrace and shame. You did nothing wrong. You were treated as a malefactor, as the wrongdoer, as a common criminal for us, Lord Jesus. We are forever grateful. It was for our sin, for our sickness, for our curse. You did it all. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. Thank you, Lord. Forgive us if we have missed the opportunity to walk by faith. Forgive us if our mentality has been like the world. Forgive us for not trusting you and resisting the enemy. Today, as we stand here, as we believe you, Father, we eat and drink this meal. We expect your mercy to work for us. Restore our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we eat and drink? Thank you, precious Jesus. I'm forever grateful. Forever grateful for the cross. You came to seek and save the lost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forever grateful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't he wonderful? Amen. Thank you. You can also take communion at home. It was supposed to be a meal where they ate that lamb. It was roasted in the fire. It was supposed to be a shadow and a type of Jesus going to hell for us, taking our curse for us. They ate it, dressed up, ready to go. That means it is a meal that gives you faith to walk away from your problems, your circumstances. They left Egypt immediately after that meal. No bondage could hold them. Hallelujah. So after this meal, remember, bondage is over. With simple, childlike faith, step out there. Hallelujah. Let's go do what we have to do. Amen. Teach, preach, whoever you have in your vicinity. Share the word with them. Reveal your life to them. Share your testimony. They'll be amazed at what you have to say. Praise God. Each one of you has a powerful testimony. Each one of you. God has done an amazing work in your life. Hallelujah. Don't be scared to share it. If you get the opportunity, prayerfully share it. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. If you would like to give, this is a great opportunity to give. Uh, the offering bag will come along. If you like to give in an envelope or whatever, or by online means, feel free to do so. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible declares here, mortal men receive, but there he that lives forever receives. Amen. So even though it looks like people in flesh are receiving your money, God is actually seeing it and taking notice and then reimbursing you manifold. Amen. He's the one who multiplies the seed that is sown and increases your harvest. Hallelujah. So we need that from God, right? Thank you, Lord, that you will multiply seed sown today. You will increase their harvest. 
that the world cannot stop them from prospering because you covenanted that you would take care of them. You would meet all their needs. We call the bills paid, rents paid, houses settled. We thank you for properties, inheritances, court cases. We thank you for victory in the mighty name of Jesus. The God who is a faithful God who cannot lie, who never changes. Thank you for children born. Thank you for wombs receiving. Thank you for marriages settled. Thank you for travel. Thank you for the mercy of God. We love you, Father. We trust you intimately with our finances, with our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You are blessed. If you'd like to come to the front, we can pray with you too. Thank you so much.